Welcome to Couch to Coach, a weekly podcast with me, Rob, an aspiring runner whose favourite place is being comfy on the couch. And me, Ben, a UK Athletics accredited running coach. Follow us as we try to turn Rob from couch to coached. And we are live. Episode 33. All the threes. 33 episodes. That's got to be your age, isn't it, Rob? Uh, yeah, I'll take that. I'll take that. Yeah, t- take that and add a few on. Yeah. That's not <laughs> too bad. That's not too bad. So how have you been? Uh, since last week, uh, I feel like a new man, I must admit. I you got back out like there, haven't you? I'm out there. The back, the master is back. The Mr. Consistency is back. Kind of. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't say that. I've, had quick, I've had a quick look at your training before we've come on. <laughs> but I'm glad. I'm back, to, though. I am running again. I'm glad you feel better and you're back running. Mm. I feel a whole lot better because after that last week when uh, we talked about it on the Friday, I went out and did a run. <clears throat> Not to spoil anything, went out and did a run, and it was hard work. It was hard work. Always is, and I, fe- and I felt rough after that. Uh, again, just purely, I think it's because I'm not eating not eating much. I just thought I just need to get out there and get it done, take it easy. <laughs> and even though I ran easy, it just took everything out of me. All my energy was sapped. Yeah. But yeah I'm, 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 I'm glad I'm back. I must admit, I have enjoyed my running. Um, so. Well, I'm going to say this. I've watched your recent ice bath reel on Instagram. Yeah. You lost a bit of weight? I think I have. I think I have. I mean, it's, I get to see you top. I'll take, I'll top, take that. I get to see you topless quite often now. <laughs> yeah, as, as I do the listeners. I, I, I think if you go back a couple of weeks, I don't know whether it's, it can't be the running. It must have been the sickness. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think you're right. I think it probably was. A, to be fair, I literally didn't eat anything for three and a half days, I think. Just bits, just literally bits. And every time I, every time I had something to eat, I, I'll spare, the, spare you the gory details. It didn't sit very well. So, But yeah, I think I have probably lost a little so bit So all you runners out there that are obsessed with losing weight to become better runners, don't <laughs> run, just get a sickness bug. Uh, I'd, I'd rather not have a sickness bug and not lose weight, to be honest with you. It's horrible. It was horrible. It was energy sapping, isn't it, when you... Oh, I just, just every time I got out of bed, I just wanted to get back in bed. <laughs> I never felt like that before. Uh, so yeah, thanks for noticing. Thanks yeah, for I just noticing. I thought I'd, I'm not I'm not ashamed to pay people compliments. You know, even if, <laughs> even if it is a topless seven foot man, I'm paying <laughs> the compliment. So I'll, uh, I'll allow it. Um, oh dear! So inside Manchester, we inside are Manchester. well we inside. We are well inside Manchester now. We are 12 weeks away. So this, for the listeners that are picking us up now on episode 33, inside Manchester is me, Rob, Dave, a friend of the show, and a few others. are The the army is building. We are running Manchester Half Marathon, um, October the 15th, 2023. And we're going to take that through to Manchester Marathon in April. Yeah. Um, if you haven't already signed up, go and get yourself a spot. But this feature is the Manchester Inside Manchester Marathon, and we're documenting Rob's training very briefly. <laughs> That's all it is at the moment. Brief. <laughs> documenting Rob's training with his honest opinions of his week's training, my honest opinions of Rob's week's training. 
um, inspired by the book Inside a Marathon. Uh, if you haven't read it, get yourself a copy. Rob's got my copy. Have you read any of it? Yeah, no. I started to read it. I have. I have started oh, yes. to read it. I think I've read the first couple of pages. I haven't really got into the depths of it yet, but I have started to read it. So inside Manchester Marathon, week thirteen. We are twelve mm. weeks away. How did work that work? How did week thirteen go, Rob? It went okay. It started off well. Straight after the podcast went out, and I did. I think it was forty-five minutes easy. Uh, and like I say, it was hard work. It was hard work. Just did a route of where, around about where I live. The, a normal route that I normally do. And I don't normally find it that hard, but I did find it very, very hard going. Uh, and I think that's that's a given after having spent days in bed, not really moving, uh, not really eating anything, yeah. just drinking. Um, so I, I thought that was, I did think that was going to happen. But I enjoyed getting out and going and doing it. And again, felt a little bit dodgy after when I got home. Um, but got on my ice bath, that sorted me right out. Um, so yeah, it was, a, it was, it was, a, it was a nice reintroduction back to running. Although it's, it's not been a long time. I haven't been running. Probably haven't done as much as I should have been doing. But it's been a while. So, so what have been the what have been the big well, things in week in week thirteen uh, week thirteen that you've done? Well, the Possibly. biggest thing, the biggest thing was well, one of the biggest things was getting out there and getting running again. But also, I did Titusworth. You didn't believe me. You didn't think it was a real thing. I didn't. It is apparently <laughs> Titusworth ten k. Titusworth ten k. I must admit, I didn't really know what I was signing up for when I signed up for it. It was on Stoke Fit. Stoke Fit. I think it was Ange Morton, so shout out to Ange. Put it on Stoke Fit. So we've got these three tickets for, for Citysworth. You can either do 50k, half marathon, or 10k. I thought, ah, oh, I'll just go with 10k this time. And I can remember speaking to somebody about it. I didn't really look into it. I was speaking to somebody. Oh, yeah, it's just twice because it's Titusworth as a reservoir. I can remember speaking. I can't remember who it was. And they said it's twice around the reservoir. Oh, that sounds quite nice, actually. I'll, I'll, I'll enjoy that. Um, so I thought I didn't think anything else about it. Then I saw the day or a couple of days before it said 10k trail. I was like, oh, it must be must be off trail as well around the Titusworth Reservoir. <laughs> and then I got there on the day and I was speaking to this guy uh, who I think he must be listening to the show because I don't know him personally. He was talking to me about Stoke Fit because I'm a Stoke Fit top on and he was talking about the podcast and stuff. And um, <clears throat> he said, oh, you go up to Doxy Pool. I was like, Doxy Pool, I know that name. Why do I know that name? It's on top of the roaches. So the roaches is like a mountain, like as a, as a I don't know what you, call, what you call it. It's like loads of hills and, and mountains and people do rock climbing up there and stuff. I was like, I've got to run up there. So we set off and it was a little bit of around Titusworth and then you go off up, up, up the roaches. So people that are local to me, they know the roaches. And um, elevation of about a thousand <laughs> And I was you absolutely... sent me the Strava map. And yeah. all that. That's not an easy, fun Sunday. We've got some free no. tickets to a race, Jobby. <laughs> there you are. I know, I know. But I enjoyed it. I must admit, half all the way around, I was thinking to myself, why am I doing this? And I, I, I must admit, if I, if, I, if I hadn't got the tickets from Stoke Fit, I don't think I, w- I would have done it because I didn't feel particularly 100% still on the Sunday. But I thought, I'm going to go. I'm going to try it. I'm just going to take it easy. And there was a couple of people there that I know that I've, I've ran with before. and Some people probably used to go to school with. Uh, so I was talking to them. So it was a nice. It was it was a lovely morning. Uh, got myself a couple of other free entries for another couple of run-through events. So run-through, if you're listening, you want to sponsor the podcast, let us know. Oi, oi. Uh, and it was the, do you know them corn holes that you throw the beanbags into a hole? Yeah. 
the, the people were having a go when I was watching them do it. So I was like, ah, oh, I could do that. Because I'm, I'm seven foot, as you say, not quite seven foot. I'm quite tall. And I was standing there like a dart throw. And if you've got one beanbag in, you get 20% off. Four, uh, two beanbags, you get 50% off. Three bags, you get 60. And if you get all four in, you get a free entry. So I was like, ah, I could do that. Boom, 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 boom. All four in. I thought, Mr. Accuracy. That's how you do it. So we've got a free free run through race entry. What are you going to use and it then, for? I don't know. I'm looked yet. I haven't really looked at what's what's available. I might do next year again and do the half marathon because the half marathon looked interesting. It's even it's even hillier, um, similar route to what we did, but they went off on their own and we carried on down. Um, <clears throat> Take a look yeah, at the Birmingham just... Running Festival in Sutton Park. Come yeah, down my neck of the woods. Yeah, yeah. So I've got a free event for that. Yeah, yeah. So I got, I got, I got loads of nice stuff after as well. I got a couple of like it was like man cave uh, gel or something for you washing your face and shower gel. Although I don't need any shampoo for my head. Um, And then I had a free, yeah, (laughs) a free massage as well after from Staffordshire University. So shout out to Staffordshire University as well. Sounds like a good week. It was. It was lovely. It was lovely, and I was I was there till about half past ten. Went home, um, and yeah, it was it was a nice event. It was hard work. It was it was. I would say it's trail slash rock climbing <laughs> because it is that it <laughs> is that hilly. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I did that, and then we went and I went to I went to the club again on on Monday, and it was we, we reintroduced something that's time trial right time trial yeah so we reintroduced that so they used to do it years ago apparently and I wasn't there when they used to do it so it's a lap around and I think they do it every month and you can try and beat your own time every month to see how you're progressing so I thought all right okay then and it's about 2.4 2.5 miles so I thought well I've got an hour prescribed by yourself for easy running so I thought right what I'm going to do is I'm going to drive there because they have chips after the time trial and play <laughs> <laughs> so I there's always a reason it. why you go to it's like free entries to races they do chips and they do all this he never just does it for himself and for the, the joy but, of the run but hang on I knew I had to make up some time so I drove there about 45 minutes before and did an easy half an hour run before doing the time trial yeah. so I did about 55 minutes of. I did it, see it? that actually I was looking at the training yeah. peaks I've been doing my planning just before this and I had a look at your week and I was like ah, there's a lot of red on here training mm. peaks for those that don't know operates a, a traffic light system when I plan the runs if you do them you get a green if you do sort of you get an amber and if you don't do it you, you get a red it's quite a lot of red. I'm not gonna lie. I know only because that is. I did three. I know. Was, I know. I did three. Three. I did. A, I did a half an hour. Then I did a five minute warm up, and then I did the time trial because I wanted to keep it separate so I can see my own time. Yeah. You don't I have to explain elect- to me, Rob. <laughs> I'm not judging you much. <laughs> You're my coach. <laughs> so, and I and I haven't been. I did football on Tuesday. Yeah. Scored three goals. Scored three goals, three back. crackers as well. He's Bradley back. goal. No, no, no. It was against somebody else, um, and against an actual goalkeeper. So Reese, I don't know if Reese listens to the podcast. He's an eighteen-year-old who we play. Oh, he's, come he's, on! You can't be bragging just... about sticking three past an eighteen-year-old. 
course I can. Of course I can. He's 18. He's, he's, he's fitter than me. He's, he's, he's faster than me. You turn 18, um, you can start taking the abuse from Rob. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Take abuse. <laughs> yeah, under the age of that, you can't. But then I played that, and then I haven't been out since then, so I'm going to go out, because we're doing this little this podcast a little bit before we normally do it, so I'm going to go out this, after, this evening and do my 45 minutes easy. So I would say I'm back. I am back. You get in there. Mm. You're getting there. You I have like- lost. I must admit, I think I have lost a lot of fitness. I, could, I felt it on. I felt it on Monday when I did the time trial. I've lost that little bit of edge, that little bit of pace. I think so. I need to start getting that back. Yeah, I think we would would make. It's an interesting thing because I was speaking to one of my running friends last night. Running friends. Running friends. Um, I speak, and and he's basically doing um, four runs a week. So he's only running four times a week. But it was interesting mindset that he put out. He's basically doing those four runs a week. And he said to me, look, it's all about making the most of what you can do and what then rather than what you can't do. So a lot mm. of people would go, oh, I can't do this or I can't do that because I've got this on the week and I've got this. But it's knowing what you can do each week and making the most of that. And I think that's <laughs> something which... I, can apply to you to some extent. I mean, we know that on a Tuesday you play your football, which is still a bit of running around. It's still exercise. And we know mm-hmm. that Wednesdays and every other weekend, you're not going to be doing your long runs. So what we try and do is plan in around those things. And I think what we need to now start doing is going back a few months to where you were. Yeah. And that's making the most of what you can do. And I think it's, once we can get you back into that and it's difficult sometimes to get into that routine but once we can get you back into that routine i think you'll see your fitness development start to come back quite quickly um if i think i've got a level of baseline my baseline has not changed i think i've got that level of fitness i've lost a bit of weight as you said so hopefully i can get that pace back a little bit quicker as well yeah and i think with manchester coming round like 12 weeks away now what i'm going to try and start getting you to do is to get into that consistent routine of a 60 minute easy run with Stoke Fit and look I've got to be proud of you for thinking oh I've got to do 60 minutes I want to do the time trial so I'm going to get that extra bit of running in which is what you did so you you know you were just short of your full 60 there Mm. but we're going to start trying to get that 60 minutes easy in um, and then realistically speaking it's about trying to get your other easy runs in try and get some strides in because if we can put strides in once a week that helps with a little bit of speed development if we can start making your strides uh the paces that you turn out for strides feel a little bit comfy although they're only 20 second bursts of speed it does mean that the legs become used to running at quicker paces and then what we can then look at doing is trying to get some sort of threshold blocks put into your training just because we want to start trying to i think what we've sort of neglected although you do races and have done some races recently is we've sort of neglected that getting comfortable at that uncomfortable type of pace more often regularly Mm. so you know we won't spoil it for the listeners, but next week I've put you some strength block, strength workouts in. Uh, so longer, thre- longer threshold blocks rather than the shorter speed development um, mm-hmm. types of sessions that we've been used to. But the big thing, 
the big thing, and we've said this now for a while now, is trying to get those long runs in, those minimum 90-minute long runs on a weekend because there's no getting away from, certainly not so much with Manchester half, but when we start getting towards Manchester Marathon in April, um, we need to get those long runs in, as you know, from your London training. Um, yeah. I've no doubt that when, when we start getting into the business end of it, that will start to come because, you know, Mug, you're not a Mug, Rob. I'm not a mug. You know it needs doing. It's just it's just getting it in. And I think as soon as we get that routine, you'll be grand. But mm. it's just it's it's a difficult time of year, isn't it? It's a, it is a very difficult time of year. Most people think holidays. it's easy in the summer, but it's a no. difficult time of year. Is you've got things people people invite to more things, I think. Yeah. In summer. You get invited to different things, so there's different things going on. You've got holidays, and people are. I'm work is. Mm. I'm working a lot harder because other people are off on on leave and things. Kids so are off school, all that sort kids of Kids are off school soon, so it's going to be even more difficult because that's when I tend to go out for a run. As if Arthur's at at um, it's at, at after school club and things like that. So yeah, but I, I did it last time. I did it when I did the London Marathon. I trained throughout the summer, um, and. I think I attacked that pretty well. So done it before, and I'll do it again. Exactly, exactly. How's your training going? Yeah, it's going well. Um, I've I've tried to, since I come back off my holiday. I've tried to remain quite consistent, and I think I've done that. To be fair, um, before the holiday, I had sort of a good two to three weeks, um, um, and then I had the holiday, and I, I I didn't really run on holiday as much as I intended to. And then I've come back and I've, you know, as you've said, I found the first couple of runs quite tough. Mm-hmm. Sessions are quite hard, but I got them um, got them in. Um, but I feel like it's going quite well. Highlight of the week for me was last night. Went out and did... I know I was going to ask about that. Uh, rugby six-mile race. So they're... It was not ten. It wasn't ten k. It was six no, mile race. Six mile. So I oh, found okay. out that this event it's run by Milton Keen Athletics Club, I think, and it's a little bit like the North Staffs Road Runners, um, mm-hmm. but it's like a mini series they do. So they put four yeah. races on over the summer, and you can enter the individual races. Um, so I went over to rugby uh, with a few people I know over there. Um, I did a race, uh, rugby six. Um, and it was a good good benchmark, really, sort of 13, 12 to 13 weeks out from Manchester. Um, I did the six miles in 30, what was it? Just having a look here now. Uh, 36 minutes and six seconds, a six-minute mile pace, which is from a sub-80 attempt where I want to be in October. I need to be running six six oh five per mile. So six oh five. That's madness. But if I want to get under two hours, it's got to be nine minute oh nine. <laughs> and then the, the difference is yeah, each to your own. Each to your own. Um, but yeah, I, I was really pleased. So I went yeah. and did the the six, six miles, six minute per mile. Um, felt quite comfortable. Whether I've got that in me for another, you know, seven miles essentially Mm -hmm. i don't know but i found it was quite a tough course um the the people i was speaking to uh described it quite well it's it was the the course was a little bit like running up and down the sides of a cereal bowl it was like up one side then you come back down and then you go up Mm. again and then you come back down so it was like there wasn't enough flat like i like a race where it's not just downhill or uphill where it's where it's quite flat 
that's where you can really get sort of settled. It's quite comfortable to get into a pace and keep it going. But actually, yeah. when you're running downhill, it takes quite a lot out of the quads. It takes mm-hmm. quite a lot out of your, your knees. You actually have to control yourself a lot more. Um, you definitely wouldn't like this worth 10K then. I wouldn't like it's worth 10K, <laughs> no. Um, so, yeah, it was it was a good race. Um, used it as a session. Um, I've got to go out and do 45 minutes easy today. Uh, an hour of 45 long run coming in at the weekend. So I'm remaining consistent, ticking over nicely at about 38 to 40 miles a week at the moment. I don't think I'll go much more than 40 miles a week in terms of the half marathon training because mm. I found in the past my body starts to break down if I go over 40 miles, being 37 years old, you know. But it's all about making, making, making the most know. of what you can do and not yeah. what you can't. So yeah, yeah. we'll see how we get on. Exciting times that, ahead. That's what this podcast is all about, isn't it? We are just two average well, I say average. You're obviously a lot better than uh, than average with running, but average human beings, men that have got lives, have got children, busy have got jobs, busy, busy lives. So, I suppose we, we that is a good motto to have: mm. do it when you can, and not don't worry about when you can't. I suppose. Yeah, make the um, most of what you make can. the most of it when you can. Yeah, brilliant. But we're both on track. I think. I think we can. We're on track. Plenty of time to go. It's. I think yeah. it is that concern, not concerning thing. It's that thing that you've got to get into that rhythm sooner rather than later. Because if you take another couple of weeks to get in, all of yeah. a sudden you've only got like nine nine weeks left, and yeah. and then you, you sort of you're up against it a little bit more. Then, um, so it's mm. it's getting it back into that routine, back into that rhythm sooner rather than later, really. But yeah. interesting to see how inside Manchester Marathon and half develops over the next yeah. few months yeah it'd be good it'd be good to keep it like i say we're going to keep an eye on us both uh, keep an eye on us training and see what we get up to and if anybody else wants to join us at manchester uh please do if you i think i think you can still apply can't you to get into manchester half anyway i think so i've got some of the people i'm coaching still joining um yeah so like i say i think from the people i'm coaching and some of the listeners that we've got coming on jackie bailey's entered Jackie Bailey has entered with Sally, with Sally Hamilton as well. Yeah. So they run together. So we've got quite a few listeners reaching out saying they've listened. So I think we'll have quite a, quite a meet-up. We'll have a couch-to-coach mm. meet-up. Yeah, couch-to-coach meet-up. You can see us in person. It's not pretty, but you can meet us in person. You can t- you can see how much weight I've lost. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you that. I'm, I'm, I'm happy with that He's confidence. Happy I'm happy with that, that. <laughs> That's been my day. <laughs> Should we do some Strava? Yeah, let's do some Strava, some Strava leaderboard. So, hang on a minute. I'm off it here. So, we've got, so for last week, so from Monday to Sunday, last week, um, we do this every week. We look at who's top three, any special mentions or special shout outs. So, if you want to join the Strava leaderboard, just go into Strava and look for the Couch to Coach Running Club and you can join us. We've got 128 members, so we are ever increasing. So in third position for this week, we have the geezer from New Zealand. Well done to Sean Moynihan, 51.4 miles. He reached out to us the other day. Uh, So well done to Sean. In second spot, this is a new entry. 
I don't think we've ever we've ever said this name, and uh, and she is one of the the bats. So from Stone Master Marathoners, I think she was on that when I went and did that um, Rob on the Road with Stone Master Marathoners. I think she was there. So I, th- I hope she started to listen to the podcast, or she's an avid listener. So get in contact with us if you are. So well done to Katie Gillick. So well done, Katie, with well sixty-two point three miles, new entry. Wow! And then top of the shop. Uh, with 70.3 miles, we have Kieran Bedford. Um, so well done to Kieran. Kieran's I'm not entirely turn, sure. Still turning the miles out. He, he is still turning the miles out. So they had a NSRR race, so a North Staff Roadrunners North Association Roadrunners. race yesterday. Uh, I don't think he actually did it. No, looking at Strawberry, he didn't. But they had the staffs not five miles. Uh, so well done to the listeners who went and did that. Uh, well done. And and Kieran, went this, on, Kieran went on a snack run yesterday. Another one, another snack run. To well, pick he went on a snack run. A couple of weeks ago, he went to pick up the coffee. Coffee. He <laughs> picked up a snack run. Kieran, what snacks did you go and get, mate? <laughs> Let us know what you went and got. The, the group the group B, uh, the group B, and, and, and who won group B? Me and Kieran are in group B. We don't know who won. I'm not entirely sure who won it this time. I'm g- the you results do that. haven't come out. You do that. I'm just going to have a quick look to see if Kieran Gilbert had a go at it. Go on. Okay, dokie. So this week, so from Monday to Thursday this week, uh, with 31.4, and again, apologies, we are doing this a little bit earlier than normal, uh, with 31.4 miles is Penny Massey. So well done to Penny, Penny. friend of the show. And in second position with 32.2 miles, we have the Gator. Christian Prince, so well done to Christian. Did he run yesterday? Have a look at that one as well, if he ran yesterday, if he ran the staff's not. And then in top position with three runs, with 33.9 miles, the geezer from New Zealand, Sean Moynihan. Top man. So well done. Well done to Sean. So I'm just looking at this. I've, I don't think, don't think Kieran Gilbert ran it. No, oh, he so didn't. Top, so, so, top of Group B could be wide open. Yeah, it could be. Could I, don't, be. I don't know who's going to have done top of Group B. That's going to be a new I, new runner. Yeah, so uh, that's not. I didn't manage to do it yesterday, just purely because it's a Wednesday. I struggle with a Wednesday. Uh, I take my daughter to cricket, although cricket was off. She still came round, so we had the evening together uh, with Arthur and Laura as well. So I do struggle on a Wednesday, but. I keep saying it, and we will. We will get Mr. Ken Rushton back into the show to talk to us about all, stu- all stuff North Staff Roadrunners. Uh, so that's the Strava leaderboard. Christian so well Prince did a run by the looks of it. He did a tasty session. Now. Let's have a quick look at this. 1, 2, 3, 15, 3, 2, 1. Mm. Sounds interesting, doesn't it, that? It does sound interesting. A lot of numbers. A lot of numbers <laughs> there from... Uh... Oh, there we go. That, un- that, un- that explains it. So he's done a minute, a minute on, two minutes, minute on, recovery, two minutes on, recovery, three minutes on, recovery. Then he's done 15 minutes on with a recovery. And then he's gone back down the other side, three, two, one. Wow. Self-explanatory. 9.75 miles in total. One, two, three, 15, three, two, one. That is a nice little session, Christian. I might have a little go of that myself. Bog, I was going to say, I, 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 I was going to say, will I be expecting that on my training? Expect that in a couple of weeks, would you, Rob? One, two, three, fifteen, three, two, one, with a gator at the end. Um, good session. Oh, okay, good session. 
it is good looking at people's strawberries, isn't it? So you can find out what people are doing and what oh, yeah. kind of threshold sessions are doing and stuff. It's really, it is really good. So if you are interested, let, let get in contact with us and you can join the Strava leaderboard uh, and we will see you all there because it is growing and it is getting very, very... And we, I, I speak to people when I see people asking me where they are in the leaderboard and all sorts of different things. So it's good. It's good. Yeah, it's fantastic. Still to come on this episode of the Couch to Coach Running Podcast. But uh, the reason I do run one of the reasons I do run is so that I'm fit enough to be able to do things with my children with my kids so if Arthur ever wanted to go and say right daddy I want to go to Ninja Warrior for example and do the Ninja Warrior course Ninja Warrior if you want to do the podcast you can I can go and do it with him or if he wants to go yes, and go, and do, go down the beach and just run and play football and whatever I'm able to do that because I have got that level of fitness The Couch to Coach podcast is available on a wide variety of podcast players. If you like what you hear in this episode, please remember to follow the show and set a future episodes to auto-download. Our main objective on this show is to get people into running and to talk about running. We're two normal guys that live normal lives, and although our following is growing, we rely on you, the listeners, to get the word out there about this show. So please, whilst you're listening, remember to leave us a review on your chosen podcast player to help boost our ratings finally you can stay up to date with all things couch to coached over on instagram facebook twitter and tiktok just search for couch to coached shall we have a listener's question a listener's question it's a new we've got a new a new format for listeners' question. We have got a new format. This wasn't requested. This is just off the back of this listener. So, well done to Julianne. So, Julianne Kell, friend to the show. We've answered a couple of questions before. She has said, if you want to ignore this question because it's always me asking the same questions, you can. But it is a very good question. And this is the kind of thing we want people to bring new ideas to the show. So, she sent it in via a Messenger directly to me but you can send it directly to, to ben or, or or myself or the couch to coached facebook page or instagram page a voice message so let's have a listen to the voice message hi guys so my question is does music actually benefit running my question about this is because simply as you know i'm your number one fan well, one of them at the minute, and I constantly listen to your podcast whilst I'm out on my long runs, which I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoy. Actually, I don't actually listen to any music whatsoever at all anymore. I used to, but I don't anymore. However, on Saturday on my long run, I had to do 15 miles, 10 miles easy, five miles at marathon pace. So I decided to do a long run park run sandwich so i did 10 miles normal easy pace last five miles marathon pace and i timed it so as you know after 10 miles start the whammy i decided to put my hard house dance trance music on and i and i ran and i ran really really fast but i didn't feel like i was running fast i actually really really enjoyed the music i was with the tunes it was so effortlessly and it was really really good however when i got back 
because I continued listening to my tunes as I continued running the, the last two miles. I got back and I had my parkrun results and I ran my third fastest parkrun and I didn't, I didn't even realise. So doing a quick Google research question, it does, the research and the evidence does suggest that music does improve running. Obviously, there's various different sources. I haven't actually critically analysed those sources. But if you do a quick research Google question, it comes up. This this makes me question, this leads me on to my next question. Do you guys listen to music? If so, what kind of music do you listen to? Um, do you, have you got a go-to playlist that, you know, gets, gets you pumped up? I once listened to a playlist when I was doing non-Twitch 10K. I downloaded the wrong playlist. I, don't, I accidentally downloaded sad songs. <laughs> and I ended up turning my phone music. I turned it off because I couldn't. It was like deaf. So I, I, I decided to go with nothing. Personally, when I'm doing my speed sessions, I don't listen to any music um, at all. Even on my tempo runs, no music. But... I know for novice runners, it might help people. I don't know. Um, I understand the elite runners don't listen to music simply because of health and safety in their surroundings. They need to be aware. But would it make them better? Does it make you better? Does it make you enjoy your run better? Does it make you faster? I don't know. What are your thoughts on that? <laughs> so there you go. So if you want to do that, you can do it. That's how Ange Morton sends her poems into us and we will play it on the show. So the question basically is about music and do we listen to music? And if we are listening to music, what kind of music do we listen to? I'll go first because mine is very simple. I used to listen to music a lot when I used to go running and I can remember downloading um, beats per minute. So like, depending on how fast I wanted to go. So if I wanted to go for like a 10 minute mile, you can go onto, onto Spotify or, or wherever Apple or the podcast or music providers are available. Spotify, if you want to sponsor the podcast, let us know. Well, that'll go down well with Acast then. But anyway. <laughs> edit that bit out. Edit out. Yeah, we'll edit that bit. <laughs> but you can go onto Spotify and you can say, right, 10 minute miles or nine minute miles and it'll give you a playlist. So I used to listen to that. So you telling Listen. me I could download a playlist that would be able to make me run five-minute miles? Well, it wouldn't make you, but it's like the beats per minute. Don't worry, because folks. What? If you want to run quicker, just download the tunes. <laughs> no, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. Well, you, don't that's what work in. you don't have to put the work in. Physiological adaptations aren't required. Just download a soundtrack. <laughs> yeah, exa exactly. Exactly. Well, that's what Julianne was saying. It, it put it, me out of a job. <laughs> music can make you faster because if you're listening to it and you get your beats per minute to your feet per minute, if that makes sense, so oh. the strides and things like that. Your beats per minute and your feet per minute? Yeah. You just created a motto there. <laughs> They're coming out, coming out of us today. Uh, but if you do get it to correlate, it does, I think it does make you faster. I don't listen to music anymore, to be fair. I listen to a podcast. And I've, I've said this on the show before. It's not a running podcast. It's not this podcast. It's um, the... Rob Beckett and Josh Widdicombe Parenting Hell podcast. If anybody's interested, you can listen to that. It's very funny. I must admit, it's a really good podcast. Are you going to ask them not to sponsor the podcast? Not as good as our podcast. 
yeah, Josh or Rob, friend to the show, if you want to sponsor the podcast, let us know. I'm more than happy to allow that. Or you can just talk to us about talk about us on your show. You've got, you've got your own podcast. You. Do you want to sponsor ours? <laughs> well, you might. You never know. You never know. You never know. So, what do you think about music? Before we answer the question, what's your favourite song of all time? Mm. I've got a couple. I think my favourite song of all time. I'm going to be really cheesy here. I'm a big Robbie Williams fan. Oh, I knew you would be. I knew you and, would uh, be. Being from Stoke, my sister used to be a re- really big Robbie Williams fan. So, and I used to. She used to listen to it quite a lot. Uh, so, I'm a big Robbie Williams fan, and. I like Angels, Come Undone, quite a few of, of Robbie's songs. But I do like I Believe in a Thing Called Love by The Darkness. That's mine and Arthur's song that we like listen to if in the course. Every now and again, he'll just say, Daddy, can we play I Believe in a Thing Called Love by The Darkness? So, yeah, I like, that's my favourite song. Interesting. What's your favourite song? Um, I've got a couple. I think uh, I like... Uh, the Killers, Mr. Brightside. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Feel good, good tune. Reminds me of yeah, uh, many good memories. Um, me and Rach, when we got married, uh, our first dance was a, a brilliant tune. So I'd say this is probably my all-time favourite song is uh, Train, Drops of Jupiter. Ah, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, always yeah. Want, everyone pulls that face that you've just pulled, but then when they hear it, they know yeah. it. And it's a brilliant, yeah. it's a, like... On the way to the Stoke uh, Stoke Fit Awards night, put it on, repeat, yeah. blasted yeah. it out for an hour, <laughs> sung, sung at the top of my lungs all the way down the M6. <laughs> um, answer the question. Um, just, just before you answer the question, it is amazing how music, and, and uh, working in mental health, how music can impact on people's mood and oh, how it can pick you up. And I suppose, I know we talk about mental health quite a lot, but music does, can have an impact, and um, it, it brings back so many memories. Some memories that people don't want to remember, but most of the time, if, they, if they're playing a song over and over again, it's, a, it's something, it brings back memories of a, a loved one or a past loved one. Yeah. So it is a really good thing, music is. And music therapy and everything like that. I, I'm, I'm a great believer in in that. So yeah, me too. I think if you've had a bad day or you're having a bad day, yeah. you can always lighten your mood by putting a bit of music on yeah. and uh, having a good sing or having a think yeah. about things whilst your favourite songs on or a song that you want to remember someone by. Sing karaoke. What, what's your karaoke song if you do karaoke? Uh, Afro Man because I got high. <laughs> not, not really. Um, I don't. I don't really like karaoke. Oh, I love karaoke. Uh, Neil Diamond, Sweet Caroline. Yeah, easy. it's an easy one. Isn't it? Yeah, easy. yeah, it's an easy one. I like Rock DJ by Robbie Williams. Um, obviously, because it's Robbie Williams. But my go-to tune. <laughs> it's Rainy Man. Always gets people singing. Always gets people. On a karaoke. Yeah, yeah. But the thing is, I think it's because nobody expects. Somebody looking like me, a six foot six man coming up and singing "It's Raining Men." So that's what I think surprises people. I can remember go. I can remember it, singing it. It would be surprising. Yeah, exactly. I can remember going and, and I went to a bar. I think it was in Portugal. I was on a holiday, and I went up and I said, "I told the DJ I wanted to sing it's Raining Men.'" He says, "Are you sure?" I'm like, "Yeah." He says, "Are you sure? Look at look, if you look at the crowd. Are you sure?" And I says, "Put it's Raining Men on." And uh, I did it, and I got everybody. I'm not joking you. I've got everybody singing, everybody dancing, 
and it was amazing. Uh, I can just imagine you threatening him. <laughs> Put it on. It on now. <laughs> and he did. And I, and, I killed, and I killed it, so there you go. He's going to be uh, karaoke at your wedding. Potentially, yeah. I'm thought about. It. I don't know if oh. I don't. Know, I don't know if I I'm a thirtieth birthday, so we had karaoke at my thirtieth birthday. It was basically just me singing loads of different songs. I'm just trying to think so. of occasions where I could see this happen. I'm sure. I'm sure it'll happen. Should we answer this question? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's answer the question. <laughs> yeah. Um, I I don't listen to music. I don't, I don't listen to anything. If I'm honest with you, um, you? a couple of reasons. One, when I run, I don't go out with anything other. Than my watch. I don't take a phone. I don't. I don't, I don't carry anything. The only thing I'll carry with me is energy gels, gels um, yeah. and that's it. I, I just I like to really be disconnected from the world when I'm running. I just mm. I don't like carrying anything. I don't like. I, I can't stand having anything in my hands. Like even those water mm. bottles that people carry, I just can't. Yeah. If I'm going to go out on a really long run when I'm marathon training, I will wear a vest, like a running yeah. vest, and then occasionally I might listen to a podcast because I might be out for two and a half hours or something. But yeah. generally speaking, long runs, standard weekend long runs, anything from like ninety minutes to an hour and forty-five. I don't listen to anything. Um, another reason is I just I think it does make you quicker than you intend to be. If you've got a forty-five yeah. minute easy run and you listen to music, and all of a sudden you're twenty minutes into your run and you've gone through some tracks and you're enjoying yourself, you're flying along the road, and you're not in the moment to think to yourself, "Oh, I'm going a bit quick. I want to bring it back." Um, yeah. So I, I tend to not bother. Um, and also the final thing is I'm training for a race. Um, nine times out of ten and I don't want to become reliant on the music when I'm running my easy runs or my sessions because I know I'm not going to be listening to music in the run in the yeah. race itself and yeah. I believe that whether I'm doing an easy run or whether I'm doing a session my um, run should replicate as close as possible that race day environment um, mm. and I think if if I become too used to running with music and on race day I haven't got it I'm going to think something's missing and that could make me quite uncomfortable and that can mm-hmm. affect how I run. So I just yeah, I, never thought about it like that. I try not to. Um, if I, The only time I ever will, um, and, and, and it doesn't bother me if I don't, is if I'm on a real, real long run um, mm. and I just think to myself, I need to do something different. That said, if I am on a treadmill uh, in a gym, I will listen to music because the treadmill's controlling my pace. And I don't There's like, nothing else around you as well. Yeah, and I don't like the music in the gym. If I'm going to listen to music, it's going to be my choice. So yeah, yeah. Um, mm. that tends to then go on. But mm. it's a good question. It is a good question. I go out with – I've got a little bum bag that I take with me that's got my phone in. Um, although my, my watch is a 245 music Garmin, if anyone wants, wants a podcast. But – it's a two, four, five music, so it's got music on. Although I don't use it for the music, I listen to my music from my phone, so straight from Spotify. Yeah. And I, I, I suppose because I've always done that, I would feel like I was missing something if I didn't do that. Yeah. And I've only recently, and um, so I never used to have like anything in my hands. But I ran. I can remember running when I run London Marathon. I can remember having a bottle of water in one hand, drinking one bottle of water, and having another one in my hand, and then running because they had it every mile, yeah. and that really helped me. Uh, so for this run on Sunday, actually, Titusworth, I actually took a bottle of water around with me because 
I didn't know how I was going to be because obviously I felt unwell. I thought I might, I might need some water, so I took it with me, and, I, and that's the first time. But I, I, I don't generally have anything in my hands. Yeah. But I like to have things with me, like my phone with me, just in case something happens as well. Yeah. Like if Laura needs me or something, or yeah, I mean, or, or I fall over or something. I probably should take a phone out with me. I think anyone that's listening, obviously being safety conscious, I think it's wise to take a phone out with you yeah. just for that emergency get a good way of, of transporting it around the other thing about listening to music as well i used to have a garmin watch that had music connected to the earphones but what i used to find is i'd be running along all of a sudden the bluetooth connectivity would drop out or something and it would really annoy me and i'd spend yeah. i'd spend portions of my run trying to reconnect my earphones to my watch or i don't want to yeah. listen to that song i want to fast forward or i don't want my podcast come to an end i need to put another one and it just distracted me and irritated me so yeah. i just thought yeah. better not having it and i think if you start off without it um you become used to that um it's everyone it's each to their own isn't it some people need mm-hmm. the music some people don't but um just be cautious, I think, if you are doing an easy run that you're not running too fast. And also on your sessions, your hard sessions, try it without because you want to be able to run and regulate your pace yourself and replicate that race day environment. Mm. Julian, what's your favourite song? Yeah, let us know, Julian. And what do you sing what do you sing when you do karaoke? I can imagine Julian likes a bit of karaoke. Uh, knowing it. <laughs> I can imagine. Let us know. Reach out to us. Tell us what your favourite song is and what you sing in a karaoke. But again, what she says on there as well is a lot of races don't allow it because they want you to be paying full attention. I only go out, if I do go out, I only have one earphone in. It's in one that sits in my ear because then I have another ear that I can listen out for traffic or if anybody's shouting or whatever. So I, I don't have both head earphones in. Um, but I, I like to listen to music because I don't like listening to my breathing, if that makes sense. Because when I first started running, when I was running, never running before, a lot of heavy panting would go would be going on and that would distract me a little bit trying to regulate my breathing whereas if i've got music in my in my, in my ears i'm not concentrating as much on it if that makes sense yeah i, I think it's, it's good to have the distraction i'm not denying that having music when you're running is is a you know it's a benefit to some um mm. but i think we probably need to just be a bit cautious about what we're using the music for. If we are deliberately using the music to try and make us quicker, it's can you rely on you being able to run quicker without music when it comes to race day? And if we're training for specific races, it's worth some consideration for that. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Could it cause injury as well? Because if you're going faster than you're expecting or, or supposed to be, it could potentially lead to, a, to an injury. Initially, like I don't think it would necessarily cause an injury in terms of I mean, if you're not paying attention, you listen to your music and you fall down a curb or you get hit by a car because you step into a road and you haven't heard the traffic on coming in, yeah. But I think what you could find is that all of a sudden, if you're supposed to run roughly 80% of your miles easy each week, are you truly running easy? And if you're not mm. truly running easy and you're running too fast too often, that can lead to injury over a progressive period of time because you're doing too many quick miles, you're loading and your intensity's wrong. Yeah, it's an interesting subject. I think it, we, you could go on about it all day. I think you just need to be mindful if you are using music and that music is controlling your run because you should always be in control of the run yourself, not reliant on something else as an external factor to make you get quicker. Yeah, yeah. Good question. Good question. Thank you, Julian. 
And if any, anybody else has got any questions, you don't have to send it in via voice note if you don't want to. You do. Okay, you do. Or it won't be, ah, it won't be answered from now on. Rob, threaten him. Well, I was going to say, I'm normally the one threatening. <laughs> You're the one threatening this time. Send it via voice note. But if you don't want to, you don't have to. You do. Send it via, send it via Instagram or Messenger or, or at the at the email at, at couch2coached at outlook.com. And we are more than happy. We have got quite a few questions in the backlog, but if if you have got any questions, please let us know and we will be more than happy to answer them. This episode is brought to you by Protein Rebel. Have you ever suffered with digestion issues during a running event? You're not alone. Research shows that 27% of marathoners and 70% of ultra runners report issues with digestion. The reasons for these gastrointestinal issues are often the complex chemical formulations used in many sports nutrition products. They lead to bloating, cramps, and sometimes the need to run to the toilet. Not what any runner needs. Definitely not. So how can you get over this when the big brands use artificial ingredients? So Protein Rebel has decided to do things differently as their products are 100% natural. They only use short, minimal, natural ingredient lists that reduce the chance of GI issues, so gastrointestinal issues, supports your running naturally. Products include Maple Ignite energy gels containing just maple syrup and sea salt, Run Easy Marine Collagen for strengthening joints and ligaments, and replace vegan protein powders. If you are interested in buying any of these products, we have got a special, yes, a special code for you to use. If you go onto their website and it's CTC15 and you will get yourself 15% off. This episode is brought to you in association with the North Staffs Roadrunners Association. Proudly supporting road running in North Staffordshire since 1974. Couch reads, coach reads. This time it My is turn. part your t- your turn to do your bit with coach reads. Coach reads. So I'm going back to our popular magazine, Runners World. Runners World, not Playboy. <laughs> runner's world rob runner's world runner's world this goes back to episode uh episode edition uh from march 2021 you know okay pulled it off the shelf in, in the midst of covid probably yeah it would have been and the article which i um have read is running in the family For many families, a shared passion for running means inspiring and supporting each other. It also leads to more quality time together and builds unique bonds. So people in the article, and it interviews various couples, families, fathers, daughters, uh, husbands, wives, children, uncles, that all run together. So a few of the examples um, is... Margaret McDonald, 56, runs with her daughter Lorna, age 31. They live in a market town of Morpeth in Northumberland. We've got um, family uh, Kajal, uh, 43, husband Gautam, 42, and their son, 8. They all run together. Um, And then we've got Martin and Emily, 61 and 32, from Winchester, running together. And then a chap here, 
Adrian, 52, who runs with his two sons, Kit, 15, and Rory, 14. It's where you run and who you run with, not how fast you go. So I thought, interesting articles. It talks about the bond of running with friends, family. Yeah. It relates quite well to Stoke Fit, the community mm-hmm. environment you get from Stoke Fit. But how yeah. often do you run with people just to catch up socially? Interesting subject. I don't really do that to catch up with people. I just do it because I like to be around people. Yeah, I'm a very people person. I like to. I get my energy from other people. Mm. Um, so when I'm at work, if I'm working from home, I struggle sometimes because I'm sat there on my own with just me and the dog. Uh, whereas if I'm in the office, I, I bounce off people and get generate ideas and we talk about things. Similar with running. I don't mind running on my own, and I did, I did a lot of my training for London Marathon on my own, and I still do a lot of my training on my own. Um, but I like to be able to go out with like Stoke Fit. Unfortunately, my my, my loved one, so Laura, doesn't run. Um, although I'm trying to convince her, uh, and that's not an issue. It's not an issue if she doesn't want to run. I'd like to think that I would get Arthur and my daughter and, me, and, and Bradley into running. They've come out with me a couple of times for running, and they both they've all enjoyed it. Uh, but they aren't avid runners. I never was, though. I never was. So I suppose it wasn't something that I was brought up with. My yeah. mum never ran. My dad never ran. Uh, like I say, when I was younger, running was a bit of a punishment, seen as a bit of a punishment. If you do something wrong at football, you'd go for a run. Or you'd you'd, you'd, you'd lose a game, you'd go for a run. You'd do something bad in training, you'd go for a run. So I would never brought up with running. Whereas I know people like yourself, and I know we talked about in the past, you were brought up and running. So, But the reason I do run, one of the reasons I do run, is so that I'm fit enough to be able to do things with my, ch- with my kids. So if Arthur ever wanted to go and say, right, Daddy, I want to go to Ninja Warrior, for example, and do the Ninja Warrior course. Ninja Warrior, if you're listening, if you want to sponsor a podcast, you can. I can go and do it with him. Or if he wants to go yeah, and, go, and do, go down the beach and just run and play football and whatever, I'm able to do that because I have got that level of fitness. So I think that's one of the reasons why I run. But also running with Stoke Fit really benefits me as well. Yeah. I think it's interesting. I think there's, there's so much to be said about running um, and the connection it gives people. Um, mm. I mean, look, we we only met through running. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Now we speak each week on the podcast. I've been over to Stoke and done a few runs there with Stoke Fit, been to the awards night, and that would never have happened if it wasn't for running. I think no. running with family, it, it's something that you can't obviously make them do. Um, no. And some people just simply don't like running, and they m- may have tried. Um, mm. I mean, for, for me, my family, me, Rach, and the kids, um, it was a big part of our uh, family to be honest with you I like running uh, going away for weekends doing part runs me and Rach pushing the kids in, in well Rach pushing the kids more often than not in the part in around the park running the double buggy or single buggy um, and we used to run all the time together Rach has gone for her injury setbacks and this weekend on Saturday um, we have our first overnight babysitter Um in a very very long time um so we're finishing work and we've planned most people have planned oh we're gonna go to the pub or we're gonna go and do this we're gonna do that we're gonna go for a run so she's back off her injury touch wood she's done a few runs now so we're gonna do half an hour easy just run together roll back the years do a bit of a run and see how we get on um 
but yeah, I think it's it's nice to run with people. I'm a very much a lot of the time I'm a lone wolf in terms of me running. Mm. I like to run on my own. I like to disconnect. I don't like to rely on other people. When yeah. can we run? Oh, well, I'm ready at this time. Or I'm ready at that time. And you end up waiting. And I think for me, I have to go when I'm ready. I have to mm. do what I want to do, run at my pace. But you can't beat when, you know, you get a bit of time to catch up with people uh, mm. through a run. Because I think it does it does enhance your social circles. Running. It does massively, hugely. Um, it's, it's a great thing to share with people. And I'd like to think like the people in these articles that when I hit, I don't know, 55, 60 and the girls are old enough, they want to go for a run with their dad, you know, mm-hmm. and something might change with Arthur, Connie and Bradley, mm-hmm. you know, that might happen. Um, it's, it's the thought that counts. And I think it does give you quality time with your family. Yeah, it does. It Let does. us know, listeners, yeah. if any of you are regular runners with your families, what you do, how it started, where you go, all that sort of yeah. stuff. Yeah. I've tried to convince my brother to come out for a run with me a couple of times because he, he's, he, he's into his sport. He, he does a lot of football, but he won't come running with me. Um, and like I say, it's not for everybody. No. This is absolutely fine. Uh, but I think, if people give it a try, I think it's, it's, it's it always is a good thing. And like I say, I've made so many friends, so many friends through running, not just through Stoke Fit and yourself, but other other running clubs and people that I wouldn't have met ordinarily. Barefoot Blade, for example. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Ken Rushton, for another example. So there's loads of people out there, and and doing the combined run club as well. So doing it through work, which is the new meet. We're doing it again on on this Saturday. So cracking. Awesome. Just before we go, a bit of a special announcement for you. Uh, next week, we will be joined by a couple of guests. Uh, so a couple of so for the last couple of weeks, it's just been me and Ben. Um, so we thought we'd get a guest in. And it's been in the pipeline for a while. So we talked about it with Ken and Natalie Jolly when we talked about Potter's Half and maybe getting in uh, Emma and Carl Moulton. That's what we're doing. We're getting them in. They are coming in to talk to us about their running. Coming in? Are we hiring a studio? Wow. <laughs> well, they're not coming in. Coming in virtually. <laughs> coming in virtually. So they'll be on next week's show. Rob made so it sound like we've upgraded and we've hired like a podcast recording <laughs> studio no, or something. Definitely not. So we've got Emma, who, who was the first lady to finish the Potters off this year. And I think she did last year. And then Carl Moulton, who uh, is a fantastic runner, as is Emma. He came first in Potters Off this year as well. I think he came first last year as well. So it'd be really good to chat with with the pair just to get some tips and hints. I'm looking forward to it. I'm really looking forward to it as well. If anybody has got any questions that they would like to ask Emma or Carl, please do let us know. Please let us know, and we will be more than happy to ask them the questions. And Emma, like us, is part of the Protein Rebel team. She is. So it'd be interesting to see her experiences of the uh, wonderful protein rebel yeah, um absolutely. and we will find out a little bit i'm gonna i really want to dig into their training how they train for the, the the races they're doing the times they're achieving um they're running history all that sort yeah. of stuff so it's going to be a really good episode we'll find out what their racing uh calendars are like how they plan for it and, and what they do to get in shape for these these w's that they pick up mm, a lot of w's a lot of w's so listen out for that next week. And we will see you all later. See you later.